Winston Churchill is not only an important person in history, but he's also one of the most iconic people to be involved in the cigar world, especially considering he didn't grow cigars, he didn't start a cigar brand. But here we are with the Winston Churchill, uh, the late hour Toro from Davidoff. I'm excited to smoke this. Let's get right into it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm Mallory Wells from CigarScore.com, the best place to find and rate where to smoke cigars. And today we're going to smoke what is possibly, it, it is a very iconic cigar, but just from the reputation alone, this cigar should be one of the best cigars that I have ever smoked. So what we're getting into today is one of the darker Davidoff cigars. This is actually my very first Davidoff cigar. I've never had one. And uh, I picked this up off the shelf at, uh, at my local lounge here um, a couple of months ago, and it's been in my humidor ever since. But I'm gonna go ahead and get this guy started because I am, I'm pretty excited about this. But before I do, I've noticed a couple things here on the, uh, the smoking end that I wanna point out to you. Right off the bat, I notice how this kind of vein terminates right there. It's just odd that to have that there at the smoking end uh, this is actually a pretty veiny cigar. I mean, look at this thing. That thing is just, you know, giving life blood through the leaf right there. They're not trying to hide it. It's kind of weird. The shape, I don't know. It's a, it's a beautiful cigar, but I feel like some of the into the detail might have been skipped on this. But either way, uh, let's dive in. Oh, that's a nice looking end there. Just look at how consistent that tobacco is. Okay, that looks delicious. I'm gonna smoke. Okay, cold draw. The draw is very loose, although the cigar seems to be, it's not really dense, but it's not its not light either. I don't know, the flavors are seem to be kind of mild. But honestly, that was expected. As I've mentioned before, I've, I've been told by multiple people that Davidoff cigars are very, very mild. So let's just get this thing lit and see what we can find out. Okay, first impressions here. The draw is the draw is practically perfect, even though the label, I'm a stickler for detail, and the fact that this label is off-centered, like, could they have not put the late hour centered above Toro? Toro is centered on Davidoff, but it's just weird, right? I don't know. But taste-wise, I get uh, some pepper, some leather, and a little bit of chocolate sweetness. But uh, let's learn a little bit about this cigar together. So let me see what I can find here on the old interwebs. Okay, so I pulled up the Davidoff of Geneva website. And what we have here is a six inch by 54 uh, ring gauge Toro, which I paid $19.99 for. Uh, Davidoff says I should be able to enjoy this for 70 minutes. And I'm gonna condense that 70-ish minutes down into about a 10 minute video for you. The wrapper is Ecuadorian Habano Marin Oscuro. Usually you don't get that much detail, but I'm gonna assume that's an Ecuadorian uh, Habano wrapper. The binder is a Mexican San Andreas, which gives it some of that dark, uh, dark color all the way through. And we've got another binder that is Dominican something something. I don't know exactly what they're saying there. And then filler then is Nicaraguan, Esteli, and Condega. I don't know if that's a region. That's a term that I actually haven't seen before. So we do have a little bit of Nicaraguan tobacco in there, which I thought I knew that. I can't taste it yet, so I'm not pretentious enough to say, oh, that sweetness is definitely Nicaraguan. But I did think that I read that somewhere. And then Dominican. Mexican and then Ecuadorian and this is supposedly a fairly full-bodied cigar which oh there's that 
that creaminess that I like. I wouldn't say it's not full bodied. It's not as it's not as full as the CAO flathead that I just reviewed. Uh, it's probably the most recent review, but it is quite tasty. So, and by the way, I just looked if you were to get a single one of these on Famous Smoke, you can get it for a better deal than I did. You can get it for $19.80. I looked at my receipt and it was uh, $19.99. Which, by the way, Famous Smoke is one of the few companies that I've seen that a lot of the cigars that we re we've reviewed here, and we did not review them because of this, but they're one of the few companies that will actually break a box down and allow you to buy a single instead of just having to buy a box or a five pack. Famous Smoke will actually allow you to, to grab singles. So that's pretty unique. So if you're looking to buy your cigars online, uh, if you don't have a cigar lounge near you, which you should use CigarScore.com to find one of those and, and patronize your local lounge. But if you don't have one of those near you, check out Famous Smoke because you can you can fill up your cart with these singles, which is a really nice thing to, to be able to see. All right, let's put the internets down and talk a little bit more about this cigar. As you can see, I'm getting plenty of delicious smoke out of it. This cigar is starting off really well. Although we're about just at half inch in there, the burn seems to be fairly even. As I mentioned before, we've got some pretty significant veins right there coming over the crest and then they're right there, right along the, the top of the cigar. So quite a bit of veins, but the actual wrapper itself, and I'm not sure how well the camera's gonna pick this up, but it's almost a marbled color. So it's got mixes of, I wouldn't say splotches because that sounds kind of weird, but there's some darker spots, some lighter spots, and then you've got some overall milk chocolate covers there. As you can see, uh, maybe the camera will pick that up there. All of the tobacco in there is not particularly dark, but first impressions, this seems like a really well done cigar. I mean, I'm looking for flaws. I've already talked about how the I guess this is the head. Somebody tell me in the comments. Somebody's already corrected me on what, and I forgot what the term was, about how it's the, the foot, the, the wrapper just keeps going and it's and it's not a clean cut on the end. I forgot what he said. But tell me, tell me what this part of the cigar is called. I could look, but I'd much rather have that conversation with you in the comments. But other than the, uh, the top here and some kind of odd veins, which are a little bit surprising to me given the Davidoff brand especially since I smoked that Zeno, that thing was like perfect. But anyway, uh, the cigar seems good. I'm gonna continue smoking this and I'll let you know what I think as we continue and whether or not it's worth your $20. Okay, we're coming towards the end of the first third here. Uh, actually, we might be more into the middle here. And what I wanted to talk about are just some of the flavors and how they have evolved, of course. The burn is consistent and perfect. It doesn't really get much perfect in that, let's let's be honest. Let's talk about the flavors for a second. There's some spice in this cigar. It's not overwhelming, but there is a complexity of flavors to this cigar that I really I really like. My mouth is is watering and I have been told that Davidoff does something to the leaves or uses a type of the leaf that makes your mouth water, makes you salivate, and that that is fairly accurate. When I have smoked some cigars that almost give you a dry mouth feel, uh, that's definitely not the case here. As you can see, there is, there is plenty of smoke. Uh, the draw has been just really quite amazing. 
and it's still somewhat early in the review and you know I have fairly high standards for high priced cigars but at a $20 price point for that money this so far has actually been a really really good cigar for 20 bucks we've smoked a lot in the 18 to 25 dollar range some of them have been a varying quality some of them have been very uh, just a variety of, of flavors and some of them have done well some of them have have not done so well and so far again we've got a lot a long ways to go but i might be moving into the davidoff camp don't hold me to that. We've got a ways to go. I'm going to be a harsh critic because Davidoff is supposed to be one of the most premium brands out there. But so far, I'm really enjoying the Winston Churchill Late Hour Toro. And while I'm smoking this, I want to pose a question to you. What do you think about premium cigars? I talked to, I've mentioned the, the Byron. I've talked about Atabay and some of these really ultra premium cigars. I've smoked and reviewed here on the channel. A $33 Byron, a $33 Zeno Platinum. And here we are at a $20 Davidoff. I have a $26 Davidoff that I got in New York City a few weeks ago that I will review here for you. But I'm just kind of curious what your thoughts are on spending a lot of money on cigars. One of my daily smokes, I can get it from a retailer who sells other things and therefore I can get a really good price on them. So I, I smoke the Edge Sumatra by Rocky Patel, Edge Habanos, and I can get those for a box of 20. They're, they're on around five or six dollars a piece, and those are fantastic cigars. Again, and I've also smoked cigars that are up over the $30 price point. Here we are at the 20. So I've smoked cigars at, at every piece of the, the spectrum. And I'm just kind of curious what you think. Do you think those ultra premium, ultra high end expensive cigars are worth the money? Or do you find yourself being okay with cigars in the six to $12 range? To use a big term that's, I usually associate it with technology, but I'm sure there's a point of diminishing returns where the premiumness of the smoke just kind of you know, there's a big difference between a $2 cigar and a $10 cigar, but the difference between a $10 cigar and a $20 cigar is slightly less. So you've got that kind of bell curve. I'm just, I'm curious. I'd love to have that conversation with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'm, I'm genuinely curious because after smoking cigars at all, at both ends of the spectrum, I struggle to justify the expense sometimes. I think that at a certain point, you just you're paying for exclusivity and not necessarily quality for example it would be like the difference between a maserati and a mercedes-benz the maserati might be better but is it two hundred thousand dollars better or eighty thousand whatever the price difference is i don't know i think once you get to a certain level anything over that is brand name, it's exclusivity, it's limited availability, and not necessarily an indication of quality. That's an interesting discussion that I'd love to have with somebody in the in the comments section below. I don't know that there is a right answer. You know, if I was making uh, more than a million, two million dollars a year, uh, maybe I'd be smoking those $500 cigars or you know 80 or 90 dollars you know a rare opus x i don't know but just something to think about as i am not quite halfway through this uh davidoff late hour that i got for 20 bucks 
Okay, we're about at the point where we need to take the labels off and I've got a couple burn issues that I wanted to point out to you. Nothing major in the grand scheme of things, but as you'll notice, we've got kind of this slight unevenness and it's done this weird thing where it burned like it through and skipped that part. I don't know what would have caused that, but as I often do, I will remind you to not take the labels off until they almost fall off and this one very easy to pull off. You know, that's they didn't over glue this. That's that's usually a sign that somebody paid attention to what they were doing. Sometimes the glue that holds these things on, there's just just a little bit of like this organic compound or something. It like sticks to the wrapper and it's very annoying. They overdid it, but not so with this cigar. So just a quick flavor update. Right at this very moment, I get some really rich and then I, I don't know how to explain this. There's like really rich flavors and then there's also some flavors that are almost a little bit flat, which I, I don't know what would cause that or, or why that is. But one thing I will point out is that that creaminess from the little bit of Nicaraguan tobacco in there, it's not that it's not a consistent creaminess. If you're looking for that, which I really like that, the Fratello Nevada, which I've had the Endeavor line, which is a Toro, which is about the same size as this one. That one's rich and creamy the whole way through and it comes in at around $12. This one, those creamy notes are not consistently there. They just kind of pop up every once in a while. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's just kind of a uniqueness that the flavor is changing just a smidge uh, as, you, as you go along. And I don't always talk about the aroma of a cigar, I asked my wife uh, last night that she couldn't really tell uh, the aroma. I was smoking the CAO Flathead and she said kind of all of the cigars smell the same to her and none of them really smell all that good or smell all of that all that bad. There are some cigars that do not smell good. Cigars with that Candela wrapper, I did a review on The Leaf by Oscar. I did not like that flavor at all. This one, however, has a really nice aroma. If you were to smoke this around other people, I don't think anybody would complain at all. It's very nice. Uh, just to point out though, that the burn issues from before are getting slightly worse. So I think that may knock down the, the cigar score of this uh, peg. What it is, you can see right there that this vein may not have been completely dehumidified. That vein, if you remember from before, but this vein is you can see it right there that it's coming up through that unburned part. Just something interesting to notice there. I hope I don't have to use any more matches or a torch to even this out, but if it gets any worse, I think I might have to. But the slower burning part is clearly along this vein that's been fairly prominent on this cigar. Okay, we're approaching the final third here, and I'm gonna zoom in on, on this cigar real quick. And as you can see, we have a fairly even burn, except for that vein right there. So I'm going to touch this up with my handy dandy torch to finish out this cigar, but just wanted to point that out. So when it goes in my review and it affects the score, you know why. Okay, I touched that up with my, with my torch. So hopefully the burn will just stay consistent through the entire time. Honestly, I don't, I don't feel like I should have had to do that on a $20 cigar, much less 
a Davidoff. So we'll see how it goes and uh, stick around. I'll be right back with my final thoughts and the final cigar score for the Davidoff Winston Churchill, the late hour Toro. Okay, we are approaching the, the end here. And I have to point out that the burn issues only got worse after I fixed it. As you can see here, it just didn't get any better. However, that vein is not the problem. It's now on the other side. So uh, just something weird about this cigar, I guess. But here are my final thoughts on the Davidoff Winston Churchill, the late hour Toro. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna lead off with the cigar score on this one. I'm gonna give this one a cigar score of three. The flavors are pretty good, but again, there's that kind of undertone of something that's not quite as robust and enjoyable as the more overt taste. And that's a really way to, really odd way to describe it, but there's a little bit of really good and there's a little bit of all right. And for a $20 cigar, especially by a brand that that prides itself in just being the elite of the elite. I mean, honestly, a $20 Davidoff is probably towards the low end on that price point. As I mentioned, I have one from their shop in uh, lower Manhattan, and that one was like 26, and they go for a variety of prices, so maybe this is their subtle attempt to say buy a more expensive Davidoff, I don't know. But as far as the, the burn, we've, we've talked about some of the issues there. For the first half, it was incredibly consistent and practically perfect, but it just kind of got weird towards the second half and it's, it's still that way. If you're hesitant or if you have thought about getting into the Davidoff line, start with this one. If you like the darker, more Maduro, fuller bodied cigars, I, th I don't think that you would be disappointed by this. Maybe someday, and actually I think that other one, the 6th Avenue exclusive is a much lighter cigar. But if you're thinking about trying a Davidoff and you, you like the fuller bodied one, I think this one would be a good way for you to get into the brand. Had this not had the burn issues and had those rich flavors from the very beginning and that first third carried on through the rest of the cigar, I would have happily given this one a four, perhaps even a five, given the fact that this is a, a relatively premium cigar from a premium brand that doesn't cost you over $25. So for those reasons, the Davidoff Winston Churchill Late Hour Toro gets a cigar score of three. Thanks for watching Cigar Score TV. I'm Ellery Wells from CigarScore.com, the best place to find and rate where to smoke cigars. Have an awesome day, and as always, happy smoking.